Welcome to the three-year anniversary episode of the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. I am here, as always, with my just esteemed and ingenious and absolutely incredible co-host, Dr. Millicent Ravello. How are you? I'm good. You should also add long-suffering and patient to that list. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is for sure. But definitely ingenious, definitely incredible. No, it has been my absolute joy and pleasure to be a part of this podcast for three years. So I'm so happy. I'm so excited we started this, and I'm so glad that we are still doing it. Three years is a lot of podcasting. It's a lot of podcasting. And do you know that we have only missed one week in those three years That's of not incredible. having like a new brand new podcast coming out every week? Only been one week on record when we just couldn't scramble and get ourselves together in the same time and space continuum to, to do a podcast. That must have been a scheduling mishap or something because we've been pretty good about it we've been really good like it was just one of those like crazy weeks you were traveling i was traveling something like that but other than that for the past three years we have put out a podcast every single week and i remember when i started when we started thinking like gosh like how many topics about plastic surgery can we even talk about we're going to be done in like 20 episodes but every week you kind of scratch your heads and say oh i know what we can talk about there's so much, there's and we're not so even, much. we're not even, like, there's a giant box with a machine over here that we need to open and use, and then we're going to talk yeah. about that, and there's just... Totally. What's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> there is something special in that box. There is, and, yes. Uh, we're going to we get will, to that. We'll get to it when it's time. I think first we got to get it out of the box, use it a little bit. <laughs> And then we'll come. Then we'll and talk, talk about, about it. it. But yeah, we've uh, we've had some really good times. We've had some good episodes. We've had some good guests, and we're you know we're kind of just evolving as we go with this thing. Yeah, it's definitely changing. I mean, when we started, we were sort of like much more deer in the headlights <laughs> with our <laughs> our discussions, and now we're just we kind of walk in and do our thing. It's it is. I, I forget who asked me like, oh, so like who writes your podcast? I'm like. Well, we don't really write them. <laughs> what do you mean, do we? Uh, they're like, yeah, and, and who produces them? I'm like, well, we have somebody that takes the recordings and makes them into a you know an actual production of it. So we have a producer, Sean Gosser, who mm-hmm. is amazing. Love Sean. And then we have a videographer, uh, uh, T. Lloyd Productions, Terrell, Terrell Lloyd. He's our guy. Terrell's amazing. He's great. Um, but a lot of them we just do ourselves. Yeah. I mean, you and I are sitting here with a ring light and, a, and an iPhone right now. Maybe we shouldn't reveal our secrets. We have a studio. We used to, we used to have a studio. <laughs> we did have a studio. And then There's we realized we didn't need a studio. <laughs> no, we need microphones and you need topics. You need a brain. And then you got to kind of like just rock kinda it out. Ring it. I mean, I see you got dressed up for uh, I did for, for our three-year anniversary. But I'm but. looking schlocky and in my <laughs> scrubs as always. But it's okay. That's uh, it's probably better for me that way. It's more fitting. Um but it was also consult day for you. So I know you had it's to, true. You had to, I, you had I to look the part. Yes. So best episodes. I, I mean, what do you think when you look back, by the way, I'll tell you what our stats say are our best episodes okay. from a download standpoint. But what do you think are our best episodes from a like, boy, that was a great episode. I am actually going to, I don't know why I love this one so much, but from our very like first 
couple of months, we had a What's With The Botox <laughs> podcast that I just really like, even though like I don't do that much Botox. I just It was a fun one to do. Um, I liked our Whitney Johns podcast. I think that was really helpful, talking about breast augmentation. I think it was good that she was on Percocet while she was doing that. She was that like made it the best. She totally rolled with the punches. She was awesome. She's like, well, I'm sort of on drugs still, but I can, I can definitely I can do make it. Work. I can definitely do it. Yeah, the Whitney Johns episode yeah. was great. I love the the what's with the Botox. Yeah, it's <laughs> just it was. Funny. I don't know why it was so fun, but it was. We did a red carpet ready one. What's with the Botox? <laughs> that was really fun. Red carpet ready. Red carpet ready. One. I liked that one um and then we've just had a host of really informational ones i think all of our breast augmentation um rhinoplasty and facelift ones do really well like sort of just the core of plastic surgery yeah i mean i what i've heard from patients is that the post-op instructions podcasts are very useful they they refer to them like i usually tell them before surgery oh by the way we have a episode on post-op instructions for facelift patients like, oh that's great and then they'll listen to it like when they're at home going like now what do i do yeah <laughs> and, they, and they can definitely and reference like, oh, back yeah, to I it probably listen to this yeah so yeah those are very helpful um i liked the uh i liked the episode about uh breast implant post-op uh the drop in fluff drop in fluff that was a very important yeah infamous one there yes yeah the uh that episode i thought was great and i think you know, going back, like if you all are listening to this for the first time, um, listeners at home, you want to kind of, if you're going to get into this podcast as a plastic surgery tool, which we think it is, um, there's a lot of information and you can search them up. I mean, if you search on Spotify or Apple podcasts, things like post-op instructions, facelift, it comes up. It comes and up. Same yeah. with, you know, our, you know, rhinoplasty and, and Asian revision rhinoplasty and all these different topics that we've covered. Um and that we'll cover again because they are, you know, they're they're snapshots when we do these. They're only, you know, fifteen, twenty, thirty minute at the most podcasts. And a lot of them are on YouTube. A lot of people watch our podcast mm-hmm. on YouTube. Which yeah, is that's why a big our, thing. Yeah. Our numbers I think are a little bit more diluted in the downloads because I I know that, uh, like, I'll talk to one of my patients and they'll be like, oh, you know, I was watching your podcast and watching your podcast doesn't happen on Apple Podcasts (laughs) or Spotify. That's true. It happens on on the YouTube. YouTube. And so that, that is, uh, an interesting thing. I, I guess watching it's good. I mean, you kind of get our reactions. You get to see. Yeah, you get to actually see who we are. Like, are we like just major dweebs behind a screen? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) That is (laughs) what this Wow, those two. That sums it up right there. They really have faces for podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Nice to see you. Uh, Yeah, you know, but I get it. I think, uh, and a lot of people like to watch TV, so I I understand. That's why, by the way, we put it up on, it's on both of our YouTube channels and it has its own YouTube channel, uh, Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. Um, Is yours, Ravello Plastic Surgery, your YouTube channel? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And mine is Dr. Calvert TV. I think it's Dr. Millicent Ravello, actually. Dr. Millicent Ravello? It's it's Googleable. Googleable. It's Googleable. Yes. Yeah. So get on there and check them out. Um, you know, we're just we're in the education business in terms of these. This podcast is really kind of yeah. I think that people. that's what it is because again, I think one of my other favorite um, episodes was plastic surgery tourism because it was such like a PSA, like a public service announcement for like, oh my gosh, please just be careful and make wise choices. And that's one of my favorite 
things to do with this podcast is really get general, helpful, important information out there so that patients can make the right choices and be safe and do the right surgeries for themselves. Sometimes we like nerd out and go down rabbit holes about techniques and certain plastic surgery nuances. And that's like for us and for our colleagues. But in general, I really, my preference is just to keep it a platform that really educates patients and informs them from a totally honest, straightforward, you know, non-biased perspective on like what's actually real and what's not. Because the Google rabbit hole is real and you can get expert information from so many people that are not experts, but yet can come off as one. And I just, I like to have this out there in that pool of information as legitimate source of actual knowledge. No, and I think you're right. I think that you know people are are definitely looking for the information. And so that's why we want them to think, let me see if Dr. Calvert and Dr. Ravello have an episode about this procedure I'm going to have. Let yes. me let me check. Yes. Yeah. We do. <laughs> We do. Whatever that is, yes, <laughs> it's up there. Well, there's a couple we haven't done yet, but we'll, we'll get them. There's more esoteric. There's we'll a, get there. Yeah, like super esoteric. But yeah, you want to talk about reducing your areolas? We got you. We got that podcast. We got, <laughs> yes. we got buckle fat removal. We got. You want to talk about a, butched, a botched butt job? We got that too. We are there. We got it. <laughs> BBL, you want to talk about all the different ways you can lift breasts. We can talk about the most not favorite <laughs> operation, the periareolar mastopexy. We don't like that. You don't. But how many have I done since that podcast? <laughs> a zillion. A few. <laughs> oh, I know. I do them all the time. I mean, it's just the way it is. Like, that's kind of what people yeah. want. That's how yeah. it is. You just got to suck it up and do it. Sometimes, sometimes you have to do it. Um, yes. We'll reference you back to that one. You know, and the other thing that hasn't happened in the time that we've done this podcast is that I have not gotten my facelift. (laughs) Gosh, we keep talking about it. I've had like three surgeries. (laughs) (laughs) You have. Okay, like two. (laughs) And a few invasive procedures here and there. (laughs) You know, that's good. But that's why you look like you do. And I look like I do. So that's the thing. I will get that facelift. I'm trying to figure out who's going to do it. I think I can wait another year for you and you should be able to do it. Yeah, that's reasonable. Don't you think? I think so. I'll be 55 years old then. That sounds It will old. be time. It's time now. I mean, come on. True, true. It is time now. It's time for like a lot of stuff. I'm here. I'm here to be be the guinea pig for, for your amazing technique, which I've seen you do and you do a great job. But it is all about like kind of getting, getting your head in the game to have that operation. True. That is for sure. And I did it, like the episode where you talked about your mid-face that we did. Oh, yeah. That was that nice. That was really good. Yeah, that was a good one. I, I, mean, I like that, too. a patient who has knowledge. Um, we learned some lessons from that, too. Like, don't operate post-update two after a facelift. Yes. Do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was one of those where I was like, uh, I'm not sure that's a <laughs> Not a great idea, idea. And you're the worst patient ever. <laughs> Guilty. I just, I just want somebody to cooperate. That's all. It's not, it's not a, it's not a lot to ask to follow the directions of your surgeon. You did. You yelled at me, and then I kept my butt at home after that because you said the magic words. You're gonna mess up your results. And I was like, oh, wait a second. I don't want that. I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it takes time. I saw a patient back today that had uh, full face with a mid face too. We did lower face and neck, mid face, brow, eyes, basically the entire everything that I do to the face except the upper lip lift. And, uh, and she's just 
coming around after it. It's probably been six weeks. So it yeah, just, you know, just take some time. She looked fine at three weeks. Yeah, but she didn't feel like kind of herself. So it took her a little while longer. Whereas some patients, you know, I talked to another patient too. It was like I was fine two weeks after that operation. Everyone's different. Everyone's totally Everyone different. Everyone heals different. Um, so what do you want to do for the future? I mean, we're sitting here. We've got this amazing, you know, it, it's a collection, really. It's a, it's a, it's it's a whole archive. library, an archive of our thoughts about plastic surgery, which do change. Mm-hmm. We um, may look back on these podcasts in 20 years and be like, what were we thinking? Yeah, we were dinosaurs. <laughs> because that's what plastic surgery is. I mean, probably all the medical fields evolve very quickly these days by leaps and bounds. But plastic surgery is no different. So there is a solid chance that in five to 10 years, if we had to do the exact same podcast all over again, we would be talking about totally different things and techniques and devices. So that is that one of the things that happens with plastic surgery. It evolves. But going forward, looking into the future, I mean, spoiler alert, we've been talking about this for a while, but we would love to turn this into a TV show. You know, we'd yeah. love, like, yes, we have the YouTube channels, but like an actual, you know, take it to the studio and, and have a produced TV show would be, I think, really cool to actually be able to make that happen. Yeah, I mean, then we could have guests on, we could have graphics, like the a show of this podcast, like a real, like, produced, you know, moving right. logo, the whole deal. Yeah, the moving logo would <laughs> be so cool. <laughs> I want a moving logo. I do. I want one. It's just, it's the latest. But that's the key. I mean, you know, I think if we did that, we could really get, you know, because people in this country and around the world are interested in looking great. And yeah. so plastic surgery comes up. It is, it, it's not that, you know, we're the only ones that are like, boy, I really want to look good. There are, there are people that don't want plastic surgery that want minimally invasive stuff. So there's, there's lots to learn in terms of, you know, what's possible aesthetics. in aesthetics. Yeah. And that's where, you know, I think, you know, I think this podcast has definitely helped, helped my patients. And it's, I mean, I, I know I have, I have people that, you know, they, when I see them, they're just like, Oh, I loved on your podcast <laughs> when you guys were talking about this. Like I have a question though. And they were like waiting to see me because they want to learn more. more. Yeah. It's like, yeah. what's the, where, and where does it go next? Yeah, and it, but you know, it's not just aesthetics. I have my breast reconstruction patients that listen to the podcast as well. And they're like, oh, I really liked that one you talked about, you know, with the nipple reconstruction or this or that. So I like it because it gives our personal patients um, something to reference and it gives potential patients an opportunity to get to know us. And then obviously everyone else out there that is not our personal patients, it's an educational resource. Um, but then I have some people that never have really had plastic surgery and aren't particularly interested in getting plastic surgery listening because they just think it's really interesting. Yeah. So that's kind of cool too. So I think something similar to kind of like, like the doctor's show, but just about plastic surgery and related fields would be pretty, pretty interesting. I mean, I think we could do an entire, I mean, an entire show about doing breast and body and doing like rhinoplasties and facelifts and, and like just there's, there's so much. I mean, I guess it's botched, kind of, but they they only really go over people who've had bad who've, plastic surgery. Who've already had yeah, plastic like, surgery. I would like to like get primary stuff, right? People who are the, 
not botched yet. <laughs> yeah, but then, like, if we did the, like, we could be the prelude, prelude to botched. Like, well, let's, we could let's not have that not like, be oh, our wait, thing. You're not on our show. You need to go back. I got go a to show for one. you. <laughs> Since you're finished here and it didn't really work out well, so like, why don't you go over to botched and see if they can help you? <laughs> yeah, we'll tag team this one. <laughs> no, that would no, be, that that would be, be just awful. <laughs> it's the prequel to botched. <laughs> First, you go on, go on Dr. Ravel and Dr. Calvert's show, and then you go on to botched. <laughs> that would be awful. No. That's not the way it's not it works. Gonna happen. No, especially my the bulk of my practice is revisional surgery. Yes, and I have a decent God. amount of revision breast yeah. as well. So we're like the fix it people over here. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's like I mean, <laughs> Dave Stepien, our fellow, was like, "Well, at least I'll know how to fix b- bad noses that have been botched somewhere else." Because you know the number of primaries that I'm seeing it, it pales in comparison to the number of I revisions. And I I have a primary next week though, thank God. <laughs> um, and it's true, I'm probably like six to one uh, revisions to primary. The primaries. It's really, I mean, I do so many revision surgeries. It's it, yeah. it's really incredible. Well, like thank when God I sit that down, it's you're like, out there because people need it. They do need revision it. Revision rhinoplasty is not easy. And I, I don't recommend you try this at home. <laughs> I had one attending when I was in plastic surgery residency who referred to himself as the garbage man of the medical profession and of the hospital. Cause he's like, man, I'm just here for when every other service needs me to clean up their messes. <laughs> it's like, Kind of true. Oh, you can't close that wound? Call plastic surgery. Oh, that wound broke down? Call plastic surgery. Oh, you have infected hardware? Call plastic surgery. And then we come in and we're like, and then we fix it. I can fix it. I can fix it. (laughs) You know, it's true. I think, you know, there was one time when I was like deep, deep, deep in my Pittsburgh residency. And we were out to dinner and I was with Chris and I, I think we're, you know, just newly married. And they go, well, what does your husband do exactly? And she said, well... If there's a bunch of doctors standing over a person and part of that person looks like pizza, that's usually when they call Jay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's true. That is literally the truth. It is. That's what we do as actual, like, in the hospital plastic surgeons. Right. I don't think the public knows that. No, we, we are the garbage men of the, of the hospitals. Now the in surgical our, in trash our, pandas. In our private practices not so much right. but in the reconstruction world and the revision surgery world there's a lot of garbage men well work. and think how many times you were standing over a patient there's a bunch of doctors around you show up they're like oh, oh thank god is plastic right, surgery can is you here. take a look at this yeah. and when you look at it it looks like pizza pizza like yeah. there's like stuff everywhere yeah. and it's a mess and, and mm-hmm. somebody's got to sort it out and it's like right, let's well, get this up okay. to the operating room and start yeah. start figuring out where it. these things go you know <laughs> like i mean they literally call it spaghetti wrist <laughs> and, that is true you know it's like why do they call it spaghetti wrist because all the tendons look like spaghetti, spaghetti and they're and just all floppy they're all over the place and you got to yeah. figure out which one's which and where to put them and those are things yes people those are things that we do in our training we to become, did we did we don't we anymore did. thank god thank god there are people that love doing that i i was i noted dr stepien's gratitude for the people that would do hand fellowships. And I, I agree with I them. agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, we need Because then it lets us, you know, come do what we love. That's true. Which is this podcast for three years. But they would also not want to do what we do. They Those would hate to do it. Like, oh, what <laughs> do you do with the nose? Awful. Oh, and you have to get rib cartilage and grafted. And what are you thinking? That's so, oh, man. No, just give me like some x-rays and some tendons and I'm good. 
do to each its own. That's right. That's why everybody has their own personal preference, and you know, you do what you do best. Yep, I think that's it. Well, looking forward to the next three years and many more. All right. Well, let's uh, let's let's you know your mouth to God's ears. Let's make that happen. But for now, this is the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast coming to you from the nine zero two one zero. If you like what you heard on the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast and want to get in touch with either Dr. Ravello or myself, this is how to do it. You can reach me at the website, RavelloPlasticSurgery.com. You can reach out to the office directly through the website with any questions or consult requests, or you can call the office directly at 310-954-1355, and you can reach me on Instagram at Ravello Plastic Surgery. And to reach me, the phone number is 310-777-8800. My website is drcalvert.com, drcalvert.com, Instagram, Dr. J. Calvert. And of course, you may want to check out our YouTube channel for the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast, which is simply that, Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. Hope to see you all in the office very soon. Uh